This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, you can listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Spotify, iTunes, or Podcast One and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can always like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there this morning. In the studio with me now, we're joined by Angela Perkins. Angela is a former contestant on Survivor Ghost Island in 2018. Also in the studio this morning is Jenny Hartman and Phil Nelson, pastor of Elevation Community Church. It's our pleasure to welcome Angela, Jenny, and Phil to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All right, good. So let's start with Angela here. We'll bring Angela in here. Now, you're from right here in Cincinnati. Is that right? That's right, right here locally. Okay. And so tell us about Survivor. First of all, tell us about the casting process for actually getting on the show, getting on Survivor. What was that whole casting process like? So for me, I think each cast member has their individual stories about casting um my process was about three years long whoa (laughs) yeah i was going through some turmoil in my life and actually cbs kind of came after me i didn't apply i kind of did a backwards application process if you will so they they reached out to me through another friend asking me if i would be interested but through the um, trials and tribulations that i was going through I, i couldn't be on when they first contacted me well, every so often I would get a solicitation from one of the producers asking me where I'm at in my life and if I'm still willing and able to come on. Um, long story short, three years later, um, and a rigorous application process and medical reviews, um, I was on. Okay, it doesn't sound that simple, but you make it sound simple. Um, so you are a Army veteran. What was that like, and did that give you an advantage, you think, being a contestant on Survivor? So being an Army veteran is extremely hard to put into words. Um, So I served just a little bit over 21 years. I deployed three times. I jumped from airplanes. I did it all. And I thought I was mentally and physically equipped to do Survivor. And I thought that all the tools that... God and the army had given me, I would be that winner, you know, and that was my story of how I applied on Survivor. Uh, wrong. Survivor has now evolved from a physical game to more mental and social game. So while I thought I had some of the tools that the army gave me to be a winner, it's much more than that. Okay, and I understand when you were on Survivor um, Ghost Island uh, in 2018 that you were one of the older contestants. Is that right? Oh, my God. Really? Do you have to bring that up? I'm not <laughs> on. one of the older. I was the oldest. All right. The average age. So the youngest was 18. He had just turned 18. The um, average age was about 25. I was 43. Okay. Yikes. Experience. So it got you all the way to up to Four. four up to four. Yeah. Good. Look like four out that. of 20. Yeah. Okay. So I just have to ask this question. Okay. And forgive me, but I do have to ask this question. Now, every time they do Survivor, you know, they're jumping off the boat in their underwear, right? Basically. So when you go and you, you get on the show and you, they put you on the boat, do you know you have to wear your best underwear every time, you know, when you get, when you go, or do you even know that it's going to happen like that? 
You don't know. There's so much unknown. So a lot of people think that they know everything. Like, why is this idiot wearing a tuxedo and he knows he's going to Fiji? Well, you don't get to select your outfits. You give about 20 to 30 outfits to CBS and they select a few outfits that's going to portray your character and your personality. And you get one outfit, one pair of underwear. And one bathing suit. And oh, by the way, you don't get that bathing suit until halfway through the series. So you're essentially gone for 65 days with one outfit, one pair of underwear, and one swimming suit. Mm, mm, mm. No, couldn't do that part. Couldn't do that part. <laughs> I, I humbly, I would like to say that I'm very proud that I did not go in my essential underwears. I stayed in the known army camouflage jacket and my shorts. Um, I have two children, and I, for me, it was not my, or my values are a little bit different. Not that anything is wrong with that, but I chose to stay clothed the entire time, and boy, those shorts and jacket was ripe. <laughs> Not right. Art. So maybe we can get them in the Smithsonian someday or something. Yeah, they're headed there. <laughs> Scratch and sniff or something. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this now. You And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. We're speaking to Angela Perkins. She's a former contestant on Survivor Ghost Island in 2018. She has something really big, important, and positive that she wants to share with with us we'll talk about that in a minute here now for you personally what was the most difficult aspect of being on the island on being on the show um so for most people it's being away from friends and family i think um every series or episode has typically a military person they try to represent everyone in the community so being military and being deployed i was used to being away from my family and friends i didn't like it but I was certainly uh, accustomed to it. It was no um, stranger to me. So for me, the most difficult um, part of being on Survivor, oddly enough, was the disloyalty. I, being a Survivor fan, a huge fan, you know going into Survivor that people are going to backstab you. They're going to lie. They're going to cheat. They're going to steal. And that's okay. It's not checking their values or Christianity. It's a game. You're allowed to do that. You know, there's a little hiccups. So, however, I couldn't put that baggage aside. You know, we all have baggage that we carry. And that was baggage for me. When you're faced with um, your values being compromised and it's right there, I struggled with that when people would backstab me or be disloyal. I could not believe it. Even though going into that, I knew that that was going to happen. But when I was actually faced with it, that was, you know, one of my most difficult or lowest moments. Mm, wow. Look at that. Now, I'm sure that it's one thing you talked about being portrayed in, in uh, loyalty. What was it like for you to, because you're in the show, you're in the moment, you're taping, you're recording, but then when you're off the show or after a while, you get an opportunity to actually see the show. And then you get a chance to see what people actually said about you, thought about you. What was that part like? Um, humbling. Because I feel that there are three of us. They're who we think we are, what others think we are, and the real us. Um, so... It's almost like um, a process that you have to go through because it doesn't air immediately. So you're concerned about how you're going to be portrayed. 
And fortunately, CBS does an amazing job portraying most of their characters. It's not scripted. So, yeah, while they don't show everything, you're going to get the just of each character because who you are shines through. So I don't think I was portrayed wrong or anything like that. Now, again, I was humbled many times to hear some of my... um, Contestants, some of the contestants and castaway members, um, you know, talk about me bad, and it's it's quite humbling. But we all know, and you, and I guess maybe that uh, it's a realization that we are not perfect beings. And so it took me several months, maybe even a year. Actually, I just um, sent a comment to Jeff Probes that you know uh, I was kind of bitter when I heard these comments and how dare they talk to me like that or talk about me like that. As much as I sacrificed and as much as I did. So it was all about I, I, I. And then one day I woke up very humbled and uh, almost brought to tears that, you know what, they weren't, this is not bad. This is positive. This is how you need to change. This is what we need to do as a community. Build yourself up instead of, you know, bashing somebody else for bashing you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure it does. So do you stay in touch with any of the contestants, former contestants, castaways from the show? Absolutely. I, I stay in con- uh, contact with the majority of them. Um, when you're going through the process, CBS tells you that you build a very odd uh, relationship with these because you go through like that big C, that significant emotional event. You're sharing things with these individuals that you don't typically share. I kind of relate it to to war and um being a soldier. So you go through these moments that no one else shares. No one else really understands. So you build a bond that is like no other. Mm-hmm. All right. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear in the studio this morning with Angela Perkins. She's a former contestant on Survivor. She's here this morning to talk about an exciting event coming up here in Cincinnati in the next couple of weeks. Also in the studio with us, we're joined by Jenny. We're also joined by Phil. Now, Jenny, I understand <laughs> that you began the whole process for the event that you guys are here this morning to talk about. And it started with a letter to... The Tim Tebow Foundation. All right. Tell me about this. So um, Night to Shine is sponsored by the Tim Tebow Foundation. It is a prom event for people with special needs age 14 and up. Um, It is something that is happening all around the world at the same time. It is Friday, February 7th this year. It um, We are excited to be hosting it here in Blanchester at Elevation Community Church. So I kind of... I first experienced this a couple years ago. I went to an event in Brown County and it was an amazing experience and I just like really loved it and I wanted to bring it to our community. Um, working with people with special needs is something that is really important to me. It's really special to me. It's kind of all that I do. I have a younger sister who has cerebral palsy. Her life has been, it's just been very inspirational to me, I guess is the way to put it. She was born and she had seizures for the first six or weeks or so of her life. And she stayed at Children's for a long time. And she's been through therapies, uh, speech, OT, PT, all of those things. And um, I've kind of been there with her every step of the way. She's kind of my inspiration for everything I do. Um, I originally wanted to be a speech therapist because that is her biggest struggle, struggle is communication and speech. And so um, 
that didn't quite work out for me. I um, ended up being a special education teacher. So I teach high school, um, the MH unit, so the kiddos with the more severe needs. And I wanted to bring this prom experience to them because a lot of times they get overlooked or put down and made fun of and they're not the most important people in the school. And for one night, they get to be the most important people in the entire world. So they get to walk the red carpet. They get to be crowned the king or the queen of the prom. They get a catered dinner, hair and makeup services. It's just an opportunity to make them feel like they are important and they are special. And that's why I wanted to bring that to us here in Blanchester. Okay. And so when you write this letter to Tim Tebow, what do you say to him in this letter? Well, um, it's more of like an application process where you send in like your motivation and like what you are, what's important to you. And Pastor Phil was able to give like the church's um, message and what's important to them. And we were able to tell the Tim Tebow Foundation about why we think that we should get to host this event and why it's important to bring it to our community. Okay. And it's coming to Blanchester February 7th, as you mentioned. And Pastor Phil Nelson, the church is... Elevation Community Church. Okay, and so why was it important for you guys at Elevation to get involved with this process, to get involved with, it's called Tim Tebow Night to Shine, is that right? Yep, that's right. Okay, so tell us why was it important for you guys to get involved? Well, our mission at our church is to create experiences, a little bit different than some churches, but we we really, um, the vision and the calling on my life is to lead a movement that creates experiences to engage Every single person, every human being, uh, to encounter God's amazing love for them. And so we're always looking for opportunities to get outside of our church walls and to really start to engage with people who may never, ever uh, visit a church uh, to let them know that they are loved. And so when Jenny reached out to us, it was a no-brainer. Absolutely, we we hardly say no to organizations that want to make a difference and make a change. And so this has been... I so say we've been working on this for, what, a year? Almost a year. Yeah, because uh, okay. this time last year, I was inviting Phil to come to a different event out in Brown County so he could see what it was like. Unfortunately, we didn't be able to make that happen, but it's it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay. And so, Jenny, what was it like for you when you got the response back from Tim Tebow, his organization, to let you know that this was actually going to happen? What was that like? Well, um... Actually, Phil saw the email first and he, he texted me. He's like, hey, did you see that email? And I'm like, no, not yet. So I opened it up and like I literally felt like I was going to cry because I was just so excited and mm-hmm. so happy that they chose us. And we get to be one of over 700 churches that are doing this in the world. And and it's just really special because I know my sister is going to love it, but also my students are going to love it. Um, and I'm just just really happy and excited and it was it was a good moment. <laughs> All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can always visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Right now, we're hanging out with Jenny. We're also hanging out with Phil. They're here this morning to talk about an event. It's coming up on February 7th in Blanchester. It's the Tim Tebow Night to Shine. We're also speaking to Angela Perkins former contestant on Survivor. So let's talk about your involvement, Angela. How did you get involved in this event? Sure. So I was linked in through a dear friend uh, that contacted me because I started a small business um, after my military retirement and then Survivor. I decided I need more activity in my life, right? <laughs> Jeez. Right, right. Um, so I actually started a mere photo booth company. 
And it's amazing a company. But um, so one of my girlfriends contacted me and asked me if I would be willing to provide either volunteer services, monetary donations or um, gifting donations. And um, I said, sure. You know, I trusted her um, opinion of of what she was doing. So with limited information, I went online and um, did some research. And there was, like Phil, no question about it. I was definitely in. Um, given the opportunity to give back to our com- not only our community but our special needs community, it was definitely a no-brainer. Um, it's extremely important to Phil and Jenny to get as many involved as possible, and not just volunteers. We need participants. We need special needs um, participants. So if you are a special needs person or you know somebody that has special needs that would Enjoy this event. Like Jenny and Phil both said, it's absolutely free to the participants and their guests. Um, you're going to get the prom-like experience. Each and every individual that participates is going to have uh, a be prom, prom queen and king. Who does not want to be crowned <laughs> prom queen and king? I do. I'd love to have a crown on my head every single day. So if you if you know somebody or if you are that special somebody that has special needs and wants to participate in this prom-like event, please reach out um, and, and join this this uh, event on February 7th. Okay. Now, Jenny, you touched on this, and Pastor, you can elaborate as if you will. Tell us a little bit about what they can expect. For those that will be coming out to the event, um, special needs, and you know, as parents, you know, we, you know, parents are protective of their special needs um, children. What can they expect out of this event and what can we, they look forward to? So um, the first thing that's really important to talk about since you talked about protectiveness is each and every one of our special needs guests will have a one-to-one buddy or friend to hang out with them for the night, to encourage them to get out there and dance, to help them with anything they need help with. We'll also have trained staff um, in the sensory room. So a sensory room is a space that they can go, go um, calm down or take a break from the overstimulation of the lights and the music. We'll also have trained staff helping out in the bathroom area with, you know, adjusting clothing or anything like that. Um, we'll also have a respite room for the parents to go and be pampered. We're going to have Chick-fil-A. We're going to have right. um, hopefully a massage therapist. It should be really amazing for both our special needs people and our parents. But when they get there, they'll get to come in, they'll check in, they'll get to be familiarized with the space. And then um, starting at 6 p.m., we will have a red carpet where each and every one of our special guests will be um, announced. They'll get to walk the red carpet. They'll get their picture taken. They'll be the center of attention for that moment. And then they'll meet their buddy at the end of the red carpet and go to their seat where they will be served a catered dinner. And then after dinner, we have dancing and all the fun dance songs that you think of when you think of prom. Um, and then they'll get crowned king or queen of the prom. Um, Pastor Phil will talk a little bit. We'll have a video from Tim Tebow himself. Um, and then at the end of the night, we'll have what we're going to call our farewell tunnel. So everybody will get to walk out of the event just as special as they came in. All right. I think the only thing we didn't touch on was um, uh, they get to come in and get pampered as well for hair and makeup touch-ups, as well as uh, men get their shoe shined. They will have so, a photo booth, too. <laughs> yeah, and I was just going to say, we have so many amazing professional services like Angela Perkins and uh, the Mirror Magic uh, photo booth. We are so excited. We have so many people just giving their time and their services. Yeah. We I'm have tr- uh, three professional photographers, I think, coming. Videographer. Uh, videographer, uh, beach photography in Blanchester, uh, Ty Benegar photography, 
I think we have one more. Joe Dunlap videography. Joe, Joe Dunlap. Um, and then McCoy Catering is doing the catering for us. Just a lot of amazing people that are willing to donate their services or give us discounts to make this a night amazing. Because yeah. as you can imagine, it's going to cost quite a bit. And with all these donations and stuff, it really makes it more manageable. All right. And finally, we're out of time this morning. Why should our listeners come out and support this event? Because it's going to be so special and it's going to be the night of some of these young people's lives. Okay. And again, if we have parents that are interested or those with special needs that would like to come out to the event, how can they find out more? Yeah, there's two ways. You can go to our website at myelevationcc.org. That's myelevationcc.org. Or you can go on our Facebook, which is Night to Shine Bland. Uh, Night to Shine Blanchester. Facebook.com slash Night to Shine Blanchester. And then you can get all the information there. But we definitely are looking for more honored guests to register. So please register as quickly as possible and experience the night of your life. All right. And Angela, for you, you know, you did Survivor. You talked about your new company. What's next for you? Well, what's next to me for me um, is a big adventure. Um, I don't know when, but hopefully extremely soon. Um, I'm in the process, so I can't tell. Um, But just be on the lookout. But for now, uh, I just wanted to say, Rodney, thank you for having us. Um, The reason I'm doing this is because I believe in our country. I believe in our people. I believe in our youth. And I believe in in, um, our pastor here. So join us. It's going to be an amazing night. Um, And I thank you again, Rodney. All right. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Bless all three of you for what you're doing. Really appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to talk to us this morning. Thank Thank you. you. We've been speaking to former Survivor contestant Angela Perkins, Jenny Hartman, and Phil Nelson. For more information on the Tim Tebow Night to Shine on February 7th in Blanchester at Elevation Community Church, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged.